welcome to the Winchester Business Improvement District podcast series. Winchester Bid supports businesses in Winchester City Centre and this series will showcase the service sector businesses. In this episode we're going to be talking about business employment in Winchester and we'll be joined by Helen Floor who is Director of One-to-One Recruitment. We'll be discussing flexible working and the change in the style and approach of recruitment. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Jan and we're here today doing the Winchester Business Improvement District podcast and I have with me in the studio Amy. Hi, I'm Amy Shepherd. I'm Marketing Manager at Winchester Bid. And Helen. Hi, I'm Helen Floor. I'm Founder and Director of One to One Recruitment in Winchester. And today we're talking about business employment in Winchester. So I wonder if, Helen, I could just start with you, if you could just explain, just delve in a little bit more about what you do in your business. Yes, we've got an office in Jewellery Street, right in the town. Um, There's six staff there and we provide staff to lots of local businesses in commercial HR, marketing and industrial roles. Great. And how long has your business been going? Since January 2000. Wow. So you're well established in your field. Yeah, we are. Just uh, kicking off the questions, I wonder if I've got just got a really hot topic I want to ask you about. And it's just in terms of Brexit. And I just wonder if we could talk a little bit about how Brexit has affected your industry particularly. Yes. Things have actually been really, uh, really good in the business since Brexit. We have actually had some record couple of years. Wow. However, the hospitality side of our business, we have struggled to find the right candidates. Um, and uh, the way we've, we've gone about finding alternative candidates is mm. to approach the university and Peter Simmons. Okay, and so you've actually time staff. So you've come up, you've you've spotted a a, a flaw almost in in your plan, but then you've yeah. come up with a solution already to yes. combat that. Yeah. And how is that? How is that going? Your relationship with the university? Very good. We've actually attended a couple of workshops. Um, at the university, um, psychology graduates who were interested in some HR positions, but also working at the Guildhall um, in their spare time. And uh, Peter Simmons, we we constantly advertise with them. So you're finding that people are filling sort of temporary or part-time positions through your contacts at the university and the college? Yes. Okay, great. That's really interesting. And how is it affecting the hospitality industry? Are you finding you're having to look further afield for candidates or how is that? No, most of our candidates are within about five mile radius of the city centre. Okay, so your business is very Winchester focused. Very local, yeah. Great, thank you. And I just wonder if I could ask, if we could just talk a little bit about how the way that you recruit has changed and obviously you know, business has changed dynamically in the last 10 years or so. And I'm, I'm sure that's impacted your industry. So if you could just sort of unpack a little bit about how that's how that's changed for you. Yes. Well, when I first started one-to-one recruitment, yeah. we didn't even have websites. They were just <laughs> coming on board. We didn't have, there was no sign of job boards. Reed had just started. Mm. Um, and so it would be days of advertising in the paper, phoning people and booking in to meet them. Yeah. Nowadays, um, it, it, everybody puts their CV on a job board and we approach them, mm. um, which is it's great for the industry because yeah. you can see where everyone is. Um, LinkedIn is great as well. However, we still 
do the good old-fashioned recruitment. Yeah. Uh, we meet everyone face-to-face. Um, we network with families. Mm-hmm. Recently, I had a, a customer whose um, uncle worked in one of our clients, and he came in with his wife who was looking for a role, mm-hmm. and then his niece was in there registering with us, <laughs> and, and that's how it works. It works really well. Um, but that face-to-face contact, I really believe, is so important. Yeah. A, a good CV is great, but... Um, but actually meeting people face-to-face, you can get to know the personality mm, and, and that's how the world goes around. Yeah, I don't think you can replace that. Obviously, technology yeah. can assist all of those things, but I'm I'm a firm believer that meeting somebody face-to-face and having yeah. an actual real-life conversation makes a huge, huge difference in business. And you get a feel for somebody, don't you, when you meet them as to yes. how they're going to fit in this particular role they've gone for, or perhaps even that they're not suited to that role and that you can pick that up through, through your yeah. conversations with yeah. them. yeah. So, Helen, what would a typical working day look like for you or somebody in the recruitment industry? Yes, it's typically a long hour culture. Okay. Um, that has changed quite a lot recently mm-hmm. with with technology. Um, we've got a database we invested a lot of money in and, um, it, and also job boards, which means that um, we can actually... Um, work from home you can actually work from from any coffee shop if you want mm-hmm. um, and I think that's where the world of recruitment is going these days we need to be available 24 7 to speak to candidates yeah um, the, the the day is does kick off quite early Winchester is an is an early culture yeah. um, city so uh, the staff at, at the office in Winchester actually do come in quite early mm. um, and their day would involve trying to contact candidates, um, booking in candidates to come and meet them. Um, It's a very, very busy office, so Mm. sometimes you don't even have a chance to have a coffee. Um, Oh, no. We can have... Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) Sometimes we can have 10 people an hour popping in from the high street. Um, We've actually got a board outside that says the the kind of roles that that we want um, people to come in. And do you find that Winchester is... I know we're talking about Winchester as a a destination, but do you find that Winchester is very different to other cities in the UK, for example? You said it's an early start culture, is that... Yes, we've we've got another office in Basingstoke and that tends to be more uh, busier in the afternoons and later in the evening. Um, There's uh, larger businesses up in Basingstoke and uh, I think they tend to to start a bit later and finish mm. a bit later, mm. whereas in Winchester they start earlier and finish a yeah. bit earlier. That's um, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. The, the sort of uniqueness about yeah. Winchester and the way that businesses work here is, yes. is specific to Winchester, which yeah. I, I find that fascinating. Yeah. The most important thing in the day is the teamwork mm. and that everyone knows what's going on. And when the phone, if somebody leaves a message and somebody rings, rings back, that mm. somebody else will know what's happening with that job. And it is all about pace and about time. Yeah. Um, the customers that we deal with, we probably meet twice a year, but initially to get them on board, we probably would meet them a lot more than that. It's all about building the relationships. Yeah. And the way we build relationships can be, again, the face-to-face. Yeah. But we actually run HR events as well at a local hotel um, on HR and life coaching topics and also legal um, subjects as well. So broadening out, just not specifically about recruitment. I know that you no. have a background as, as a life coach. Yes, I have. Yeah. So I look at I look at um, the business and the world from my 
life coaching hat. Mm, that's great. It would be great yeah. to find out a little bit more about those events okay. and where they are. And yeah. perhaps we'll put that on the bottom of the podcast, just some, some links through to the things that you're doing, because right. I'm sure that will be of interest to people. And you've touched on it a little bit there, Helen. Really, my next question is around flexible working. Yes. And I know, you know, as, as a parent and as a business owner, that flexible working is is just really key and important to everyone and how they work now. Yes. From your experience, and, and perhaps, Amy, if you can jump in on this as well, and we can have a conversation about it. Um, what's your experience of flexible working and how that's changed perhaps even in the last five years? Yes. Well, we have a couple of recruitment consultants who work part-time um, there aren't many recruitment agencies who employ part-time recruitment consultants, right. but we've actually found it's worked really well for mm-hmm. us. Um, one of the, the team at Winchester, she's our top biller on perms, so wow. <laughs> it's worked out really well. And initially she worked two and a half days a week, yeah. um, and uh, then when the children went to school, she now works four mornings well school hours four days a week and uh, it works out really well and the customers will work around her yeah uh, when she's in the office I and mean, obviously I pick up if sometimes if she's not around the rest of the team do as I mm. mentioned about teamwork mm. um, but flexible working is 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 a need mm. if if you ignore part-time people or offering flexible work then you're actually ignoring a huge skill base yeah and how do you feel like that's changing in, in a broader sense in terms of employment, um, you know, across all industries in terms of our working hours? How do you think that's changing? Um, I think a lot more employers are open to it, actually, uh, especially in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, they've realised, as I was saying, that if you ignore that sector, mm. then uh, and and. And this huge amount of experience that's mm. up there. So um, I think I think most roles you could probably do flexibly with technology these days. The only problem with it is, and there's always a con, mm. is um, is 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 about teamwork. Sometimes it's difficult to create teamwork if everybody's working from home. Yes. And I've got a customer actually in Basingstoke who have shut their office in Basingstoke and they've actually got a few members of staff who are, are our temps actually, yeah. they're long-term temps, and they don't feel part of anything. Right. Um, and so going forward, we've actually invited them to our office to have a coffee on a quarterly basis and just meet each other, even though they're working for the same company, they still yeah. they all work from home. And, and I think that's going to happen a lot more and more. And, more. Um, and I think that's why the sort of business centre at, mm. at uh, the bid has worked out really well. Uh, people can go in and, and actually be part of something. Mm. Um, and and be part of a team and communicate. Yeah, that teamwork that you mentioned, I think, is really important. Yeah. How do you find that, Amy, in terms of your experience of the business centre and the different types of um, companies that come in? So um, the business centre, we rent out space for um, start-up and small businesses, hot desking space, and the flexible working trend is is massive. And I, mm. I, from our experience in the business centre, I think it's definitely growing. We um, started operating on a, a normal sort of nine to five basis. And over the past few um, months, even the last couple of years, we've yeah. seen a, a need for um, businesses coming in and asking whether we're open longer hours. Okay. Um, so we are really seeing the sort of need for flexible working and particularly to fit around childcare, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, 
And also we get lots of users coming into the business centre who already work at home, work from yeah. home, home office, and they um, they really miss the team interaction yeah, and um, socialising with other uh, businesses and mm. just real people, really. Yeah. So we that's a really common one for us. We get people who want to um, have the collaboration, be able to talk to people, not necessarily even the same line of work, mm, just mm. other business people and have an office environment to get them out of the working from home bit. So we have seen a real need to adapt and sort of match what what small businesses and mm, startups mm. are looking for. And also I think the facilities, the bid particularly, are just brilliant in terms of the meeting space um, and, as you say, the diversity of different businesses yeah, yeah, working in Winchester. We um, offer a couple of packages um, with different options for mm. hours, which uh, the business centre users can swap between. So if they've got several months where they know they're going to be busy, they can come in and use the centre for up to 16 hours a week, for example, mm. um, and then swap down onto a lower package if they the sort of need needs change um yeah so it's there are definite pros and cons with it isn't there i mean from your experience as well helen in terms of hot desking and perhaps team development hot desking is, is great and yeah. you know working from home is great and they're yeah. great things to offer as employers yeah. mm. um but we need to be really aware of the things you've mentioned in terms of teamwork and yeah. obviously as amy said they're the small businesses and the startups really want that kind of mm. office environment or just you know other people to chat to or bounce ideas yeah. around it'd be yeah. interesting to see how that sort of develops over the next few years won't yeah. you yeah from my experience I do feel that working from home, you do actually get a lot more done. Mm. <laughs> I know I <Yeah>. do. <laughs> mm. And you do remain a lot more focused. And I read a lot about creativity and you mm. do get a lot more creative and mm. ideas around your job when you're working at home. Um, so sometimes I do make sure I kick off the day just working first thing okay. from home before yeah, I go into great. the buzz of the office. Yeah. And I know, I mean, this is my dream is to just work four days a week. What are your thoughts on how the sort of future of work in terms of sort of five or ten years time, how that may pan out for us as, as employees? Yes, we, we had an event on, on the future of work with a company in London mm-hmm. um, looking at different age groups um, and their attitudes towards work. Yeah. Um, but I actually think that the attitudes towards work are similar in all age groups. Mm. Everyone enjoys working from home. Mm. Yeah. Nobody wants to be sitting on the M3 every morning <laughs> or sat coming, trying to get into Winchester for nine o'clock. Um, so I think that the world of work will change and, and I have a vision that in 10 years none of us will be working on a Friday or we'll be working but we'll be at home mm. yeah. um, and you can actually see it in the traffic yes, um, yes it, you can. <laughs> it, it actually goes on longer the rush hour because there's some of us that don't leave until quarter to nine yeah. to miss the traffic but actually the traffic is still quite busy even at 10 o'clock yeah. um, so I think the, the future of work um it will be less regimental mm. and there, I can see it now a lot of employers and we're, we're similarly not so focused on whether somebody actually gets there at nine o'clock mm. it's more about yeah. what they're they actually achieve during the mm. day yeah. and the productivity and and how effective they are definitely I remember it used to be real clock watcher if I came yeah. in at two minutes past nine there would be you know a shaking of a head and <laughs> yeah you know that you were down you started off on on the wrong foot that day yeah um, I love what you said about not working Fridays. However, mm. teachers, they still need to work Fridays of because course. I still need my children to go of to school. Course. There are certain roles yeah. where, unfortunately, they may not be 
but you never know the future of work has changed so much yeah. in yeah. the last 20 years that I've been children running one to one so who knows the children will be logging in online yeah. they're at home on a yeah. Friday and yeah. fulfilling assignments and all kinds of things so yeah. who knows I look forward to it anyway mm. <laughs> yes. um, I'm just wondering Amy if you have any interesting stories um, in terms of sort of business employment in Winchester or anything that you'd just like to share with us I have one quite interesting one, um, which is actually that one-to-one recruitment placed me at the the bid a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, and that was another example. I was already working in, in Winchester and mm. that was another example of the real sort of Winchester community in yeah. terms of recruitment. Um, I think I, I was approached by... Um, one of the one-to-one recruiters, but it was a real face-to-face yeah. um Winchester-based conversation. Mm. I think I met twice with the recruiter before I even um, arranged an interview. Mm. So mm. It, there was a real focus on whether I was the right sort of personality to fit the mm. bid as well as the skill set. And I think that's particularly important with smaller teams at the bid. Um, we are a very yeah. small team, so it's yeah, there's even more importance on um, making sure that uh, when you recruit someone new, they fit in really well with the team as mm. well as can do the job itself. Yeah, definitely. So Amy's one of your success stories, Helen. She is. <laughs> and she's still successful and growing in the role. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> fantastic to hear. So just to wrap up then, I just wonder if we could cover the main challenges um, to the business and to the recruitment industry that you're finding particularly, Helen. Yes, I, I think we find the main challenge these days is actually being able to contact people right. for, for looking for work. Um, because of our values that we believe in face-to-face and building relationships, Mm. um, it's important that we actually make that initial call. And a lot of our roles actually um, do involve customer service. So we do need to hear what the person how that person comes across on the phone. Um, So one of our challenges, I mean, I phone candidates at eight in the morning, seven o'clock at night, and I still can't get hold of them. Um, So we we actually have to uh, cover all bases with regard to communication. Um, so, So if one of our staff hasn't text somebody and hasn't emailed them as well as left a message, uh, that's one of my bugbears is left a message. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's about persistently trying to get hold of somebody. Mm. And I had mm. a chap yesterday, but I did get hold of him. I spoke to him at half past six last night. Right. And uh, he's a recent graduate in economics and maths. So we'll definitely be able to find him a role. Yeah. Um, and uh, I feel a connection with him because we spoke on the phone. Yes. Sometimes we do have to FaceTime people because people are in different locations, mm. but they'll move to Winchester. We find a lot of people will move to yeah. Winchester yeah. Um, yeah, because there's lots of press about how brilliant Winchester yes. is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so sometimes we do have to FaceTime people. Mm. Um, so that that I think it's the communication that is the main challenge mm. um, and just realising that we, we just need to be ahead of the game Really. Yeah. yeah. So even though technology has yeah. aided that, or yes. from from my point of view, I think, gosh, technology must yeah. have aided your job. But actually, you're saying that it's though the technology is there because it's there's more there to communicate. More yeah, yeah, more choice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I find that, and I was just thinking about this earlier in terms of I know that someone's texted me or they've they've contacted me and they want something from me, and then I have to unless I've responded to it straight away, I have yeah. to rack my brains to go, was it a WhatsApp? Yeah. yeah. Have they sent me an email? Have they sent a personal message on Instagram exactly there's just all these different ways and so sometimes I mean this might be useful for you sometimes I think how have they actually contacted me how do I need to get back to them what would be interesting as I'm looking at the business um, is is maybe 
staff working two late evenings a week in the office mm. and um, having a Friday afternoon off. Yeah. We, so again, we back trialed, to your flexible working. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We trialled Saturday mornings, but actually that didn't really work. Mm. I'm not... I'm, don't, I do phone a few people on a Saturday morning, yeah. but after that, I really feel people don't want to hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so thank you, Helen, for your expert knowledge and wisdom into recruitment and the situation in Winchester in terms of business employment. Really value that. Thank you. Thanks. And thanks, Amy, for talking thank about you. from your perspective. And I'm just really excited that, Amy, you're in your position because Helen recruited you. I think yeah. that's a wonderful story. Yeah, thank another you. example of the Winchesterness. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Have you coined that phrase, Winchesterness? I think so. I think it's happened. <laughs> Trademark, Amy. <laughs> Great. So thank you both so much thank for joining you. me thank today. You. Thank thanks. you.